This is the Truth Network. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. Righteous driving <laughs> today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, J- Jerry, I said righteous driving. Yeah, this time of season. Is, say it again. <laughs> it's righteous driving. Yeah, as you, as we're all heading back f- from the holidays, righteous driving. You know, you might be thinking like Paul that, you know, from Romans 3, there's no righteous drivers. No, not even one. <laughs> but... This has everything to do with Superman. Today's show, I think you will agree with me by the end of the show. Okay, Robbie, I get it. It has everything to do with Superman, and it has to do with a letter called Azatic. We're going to get a lot into that, but I'm going to tell you that it's faster than a speeding bullet. It's more powerful than a locomotive, and it has everything to do even more so with Jesus. Hmm. And as you might guess especially that red S that's on his chest. Because, um, well, before I go into that, let me say that I'm really excited. I, 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 we've really had a wonderful season here uh, on the Christian Car Guy show that we've had more and more fantastic callers. I've heard such amazing stories over the last few months, and I just blessed out of my socks. So I'm hoping we can continue in that tradition today with that question, what is righteous driving? What is righteous living? So you, you might have heard Teddy, Kenny, T- Teddy Kennedy at his brother Bobby's funeral say he saw a wrong. It was a great speech. I don't know how you feel about the Kennedys, but that was a great speech. He saw a wrong and he tried to right it. A- and that's righteous living, by the way. And it's actually superhuman, as we'll get into. You'll figure out what this has to do with Superman. You're going to see what I'm talking about, I think. I hope so, because I'm just, God has shown me this stuff, and I'm hopefully going to bring the light that that, that, the the righteous one will bring so that we can all take a look at what we are talking about. So, Jerry, it's a a broad subject. (laughs) (laughs) That it is, that's for sure. And I'm just wanting to see you get it all pulled in here, and I'm waiting to see that light beam coming in. (laughs) So, as I said, you know, Paul said there's no righteous drivers, not even one. That's from the RSV, the Robbie simplized version, you know. We keep that handy. (laughs) But fortunately for us, there are Zotics. 
which is a Hebrew word for righteous, by the way. But the righteous ones is what a real Zadok is. And Noah was one, according to Scripture, Abraham, Moses. But as you might guess, number one on the list would be Jesus. But Superman is on that list, and I'll tell you why. Superman was invented or the, the brainchild of two young Jewish immigrant boys by the name of Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. And, and they were actually describing what they believed was what the righteous one, which they believe their Messiah is the righteous one, that same name. It comes out of Jeremiah. It comes out of Isaiah. And so when they put that big red S on his chest, they were actually using the sound of the Zadik, you know, and, and since it was Superman, the S fit and away you go. So what, when these guys looked at their Jewish Messiah, they were, they were seeing what we would see in Jeremiah 23, 5, right? Behold, the days come, said the Lord, and I will raise unto David a righteous branch. Critical word in this, in this verse, by the way. And a king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and justice, truth, justice, and the American way. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Another from the RSV version. <laughs> so this is, in every way that you can possibly think of it, these guys were thinking when they were de developing this superhero that this guy would be like this. Now, this breastplate, that he has on is clearly a reference to the breastplate that Isaiah would describe later that Paul would describe in Ephesians 6 as a breastplate of righteousness. It's called the breastplate of righteousness. And since this guy is the righteous one and he's Superman, naturally he would have this breastplate. But the letter that would be on it actually would be the Zadok, which if you were to see a Zadok in your mind's eye, and if you go to Christian Car Guy, of course, I've got it they're actually on the chest of a guy that looks like Superman, and I have it spelled out for you, christiancarguy.com, but it, it looks sort of like a tr flying tree <laughs> because it's, it's kind of shaped like a Y, and then the bottom of it comes over, and they actually call it a flying Zadok when it's at the beginning of a word like that, like it is with the word Zadok. And so this thing has a lot to do with tree because... Number one, the word earth has tree in it, but also the word tree has a zaddock and the word earth has a zaddock. So if you can picture this letter that is supposed to actually, when it's got the straight form, it is a tree. And so when you spell tree in, in, in Hebrew, it's, it's a zaddock. Now, trees are upright. And, and so when you think of justice from a standpoint of being upright, you know, saw wrong and tried to right it. <laughs> you begin to see this picture. And it's no accident, by the way, no accident at all that Jesus had to die on a tree because he was going to make it right for what we did on a tree by superhuman powers. Okay? I mean, this stuff comes together, like, beautifully. Like, I'll never figure it all out, but it's sure so much fun just digging into it, Okay. And so when we look at this letter, we think of this concept, but I want you to picture with me, and the reason I want your stories, is when have you seen somebody where you punched them in the Zadok and something happened? Because everybody's got a Zadok in them. They just do. Little kids from the time that, when they begin to say, that's not fair. Why are they saying that? 
you've got a little baby Zadok right there, and he's on his way. <laughs> so when I was on my mission trip in Jamaica, and I was in this orphanage for the unloved special needs folks, and these were adolescent children, so they were like 15, 16, 17 years old. But most of them were crib-bound because nobody there had taken the time to teach them how to walk, how to use the bathroom on their own. So they're in diapers. They're in cribs. A lot of them are just laying because they have no anything to do. But this one young man in one of the cribs had found the plastic wrapping off of a diaper thing, and he was having the time of his life. He was just playing with his thing, having fun. Well, the ones that can walk have a tendency to bully the ones that can't walk. And so this little bully comes over and he steals this guy's plastic that he's been playing with and then just starts taunting with him taunting him with it and throws it down now when this happens here's this little zadik about five boys over <laughs> and if you could have seen this little zadik going crazy he was like ah, you know he was he was gonna make this right somehow and he by superhuman power got everybody's attention to like and, and to show us where this boy had stole his plastic and that this and he was going to make it right and he did make it right because we came over and we're figuring out what had actually happened because of this and it's it's by the way what's behind road rage most of the time you know it's the problem with zadik is it's one of the easiest things to corrupt in the world that hitler was a zadik a, a really really powerful one he got all sorts of people killed because it was the right thing to do religious righteous you know self-righteous people zealots that's that same zadok and and jerry you were talking about the apostle paul share that that's just yeah beautiful. you know you, we start looking at that and you start bringing it back biblical example paul was the perfect example of that as saul you know what was his passion i mean that was to persecute christianity that was to i mean at all costs i mean he was he was on a mission he was on a until all of a sudden the conversion and stuff, and all of a sudden Christ and God changed, changed him, but he still had that same passion. It was just, just, it was just the righteous. What what he thought was righteous wasn't righteous, but then all of a sudden, the righteousness was what did it. But it, the part didn't change was his passion. And we sit there and we look and we think about it. I, I love the story you just told about the fact that we all have that inside us because there's things in our lives that we're going to stand on the mound even if we're right or wrong we're not we're not going to budge on in our own mind and we'll go to the take it to the nth degree the zadik is alive and well in robbie <laughs> my family yeah. would so when have you seen somebody do that 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH we're going to get around to driving more on this subject we're going to love to hear from you all right, welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Show. We have a little computer issue this morning, but today's show, Righteous Driving. Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, yes. Righteous driving, faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. <laughs> it's got a lot to do with Superman, right, Jerry? Yeah, you, you know what, Robbie? I'm going to change it, go off rabbit trail here. But you know, it's always amazed me growing up watching Superman, you know, those People would shoot at him. The bad guys would be shooting at him. The bullets would bounce off of him, stand there and take them bullets. The guy would run out of bullets and throw the gun, and he'd have to duck. You're just saying. I get it. Yeah, that's just, you know, one of those things where, huh. So anyway, when, 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 when you think about the superpower strength, right, that Superman has, 
when Satan, he understands the power that's in this Zadok, that's in every one of us. I mean, there's phenomenal power. And if he can corrupt it, then he can, he can get people to do superhuman crazy stuff. Because, I mean, we were talking about Hitler, or we, or we talk about Jim Jones, right? He convinced him that it, it's time for everybody to take their life. And, oh, my goodness, I mean, this has got a phenomenal amount of power to it. And, and so it, when Jesus says in John 15, I am the vine and you are the branches. Now, relate that back to what we were talking about in Jeremiah, right? Because Jeremiah 23 says, Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will raise up to you, David, a righteous branch. He's making all references. When he says a righteous branch, if you know a Zadok and you're familiar with Hebrew, you realize how many Zadoks are in that little sentence right there and why they're there. Because it, it, it has to do with being connected to the tree of righteousness. And, and the only shot we got, because honestly, you know, we don't know which way is up. I mean, we, I mean without Jesus, I don't know. You know, I, in fact, I could go out of here in five minutes, and I, unfortunately I know this, Jerry, and somebody could cut me off in a certain way, and my, they would punch my Zadok in the right way, and I would be doing stupid human tricks almost immediately. You know, that would be just because if, if I don't abide in him, stay connected to the branch, you know, here's, here's where we can see a wrong and try to right it. But in order to even know what's wrong, we got to have something to measure it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we think about that and, and stuff and, and you said it, you know, because what you're saying, you know what, that kind of resembles me, <laughs> you know, and I think it's for, if anyone's listening, if that does, if it, you don't see yourself a little bit in that. Uh, I think you need to do some self-examining because of, I think we all have that. And yeah. what 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 makes what makes us different from the population in this world that would strap a bomb on their child and send it into a crowd and think it's the righteous thing to do? What would what makes us different from the someone who would go into a shopping mall and and start shooting and stuff? You know, those are all heinous things, and we can't understand it. But for somehow, some way in their mind, they think that's the righteous thing to do. And right, right, right. And, and and it's in every movie. Like I went to see Star Wars with my son. How fun. What a great movie. I mean, personally, I love that whole thing. But when you look at the star, which, you know, now is, you know, Ray Skywalker, she's a Zadok completely. She sees a wrong and tries to write it all over the place. Even when the worm, there's a, you know, there's a neat scene I really personally liked a lot in the movie where this, you know, they always have the worm with the teeth. It's an alien worm and it's got him in the hole and it's going to kill him and all this stuff. Well, this alien worm had a big sore on the side of it. <laughs> and so the, you know, the Jedi, whatever, she puts out her hand and heals this worm that's trying to kill him. I mean, it's a beautiful picture of grace. I mean, it's just... And, and guess what happens? Once she heals the worm, the worm's like their buddy, and it gets them out of the place. And, you know, and, and it's like, you know, it's... it's but, Made for a movie. <laughs> and, you know, well, if you think about what Jesus did for Paul on the road to Damascus, he took this unbelievable Zadok. I mean, and anybody that was running from Paul, Saul, knew that this dude was armed and dangerous. If you were a Christian, you did not want to see Paul or Saul come into town. That was <laughs> no, no day no. to celebrate. And, and but, but God saw his heart, and he realized that this is a power, you know, for the kingdom if we could just 
get rid of the corruption. If we can attach him to the branch and and put him on the right, right. <laughs> you know, the, you know, it's a phenomenal thing. So I know that you've got a story where you saw somebody do something superhuman. Because I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, Jerry, I really do believe this. The Jesus labor love is one of those opportunities where we see a wrong and we try to right it. Now, now when I'm trying to do something for myself, I seem to have very little power. <laughs> but it's amazing to me how much power I have when I go to help somebody else. You know, and one of my favorite stories will always be that this lady was like in somewhere in Kentucky and her car was broke down. And not only did we need to pay to fix it, which back in those days we had barely any, never had any donations. So we didn't really have much money to go on. We had to get everybody up there to, to volunteer to help. And so I not only needed somebody to volunteer to fix the car, I had to get it towed, which, you know, thanks to you and, you know, Ray's Record Service, you know, we, we've got that handled many times here. But there was not a Christian Record Service in this town in Kentucky. Because I asked, you know, the guy who was helping fix the car, and he goes, oh, no, no, there's only one guy, and he's mean as a snake. <laughs> and, and good luck with oh, him. Yeah. He probably wouldn't do anything. And so and the, what I'm trying to describe here is you have keys to the kingdom you don't know you have. You have a Zadok in you, and, and, and that thing has superhuman power that just won't make any sense, except it, it somehow it does. So I call this man, and I like in somewhere in Kentucky, tell him I'm with a Jesus labor love, which makes him mad to begin with. You're with what? You know, and he's like, I'm not going to tow any. Are you kidding me? Why would I do that? And, you know, and, arr, 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 and he's going like, you know, and he just kept going. I said, because we need you to. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? You know, and, and I just kept engaging him like, you know, the Lord has need of it. Like when the, when the disciples went and told the guy that, you know, that he needed their donkey. I was like, the Lord has need of it. We need your record suit. Wow, the bump music coming in loud. You know, we got the computer back up and it's, and it's running. So I need your righteous driving story or your righteous story period where you saw a wrong, somebody saw a wrong and tried to write it and it was just like superhuman powers. Oh my goodness. So much Christian Car Guy show coming up, but we need your calls. 866 348. We got to hear the rest of that story at the end. When you 7884. Come back. Yeah. yeah, we'll get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make My Pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of My Pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all My Pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling My Pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on My Pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with the promo code get truth it's only 29.99 remember all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty just go to mypillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the body pillow for only 29.99 enter promo code get truth or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials than a speeding bullet. 
more powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, we are talking righteous driving today on the Christian Car Guys show. When did you see somebody see a wrong and make it right? Seem to have superhuman strength because this, it, it really does touch a place in us when we want to make something right that has phenomenal power. And, and Satan knows and wants to corrupt that. Because he, and he especially picks out the people, you know, that have, have got, you know, that the, the force is strong with this one. <laughs> and, and, and like Paul, you know, that's the guys, he, he, he knows if he can corrupt that. And, and they're not pushing people towards the right light, you know, and he pushes them towards the dark side. I mean, it's, it's a scary situation. Yeah. And, and you know what, as we're sitting there, Robbie, I, just, I cannot believe no one has called in with their, their story. I mean. I know, maybe I didn't give out the number enough. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth for the digitally gifted. We got all these lines open, and and so we're just wanting to hear from you. So, getting back to my record driver who'd gone over to the dark side, <laughs> and he was, he was, boy, he was cantankerous. And, and, and everywhere, I, you know, he went, I would just stay on the line. You know, he, he was going to have to hang up on me because I needed this lady. You know, she, I needed to help her. And, and so I knew what was right. And, and like you say, I, it was a hill I was willing to die on. And so I, I'm just like, well, sir, I understand. Yeah, it's tough. It really is. But, man, you know, this poor lady, she's unemployed. She's a single mom. She's got nobody to help her. And, I, you know. And, and every time, you know, and then he would go off on another tirade and off he'd come. And finally he said, <laughs> and I felt like kind of like the unrighteous judge. You remember that story in the Bible? He says, if I told this lady's car, will you hang up? <laughs> and I said, I said, oh, absolutely. And never call me back again. I said, you have my agreement to never call you back again and hang up if you will tow this lady. All right. And he just, you know, he he, he hung up and he towed the lady's car. <laughs> well, what's hilarious about the story? Besides that, that part I'll never forget. I told that story on the air the next week. And I named the name of the record driver that was there in Kentucky. And somebody from Greensboro called me on the show that next week and said, um, and said, I know that guy, and there's no way he would ever, you know, he would, he would ever tell anybody. And so, you know, there was this big shout out, you know, like da 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 da. And so, and all these people had heard it. And so I could not resist. I just couldn't. So I, I got the people's names from Greensboro that were friends of his, and I called the guy back. I thought you were never going to call me again. <laughs> and I said, I said, you have a friend that wanted you to know how much they appreciate you towing that lady. I would not have called you back because that was our agreement. But you have a friend that just heard what you did, and they wanted to say thank you. And their name is so-and-so. And he goes, well, that's okay. you know. And he, he softened just a little bit, and he was like, well, that's good to hear. But don't ever call me back. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing on his heel there. <laughs> but the point is. I, I re and I, I've said this before. I really think this is one of the keys to the kingdom. That if if 
if you are abiding in the branch, right, and, and you are getting nectar and, and, and getting life from Jesus Christ, and he connects your Zadok, he connects that letter, that tree, and, and then you're going to have superhuman power for the kingdom. And, and you'll see things and lights come on that you would never, ever, ever believe. So we got Keith is in high points, got a story for us. I'm excited to hear it. We got Alex in Washington. So appreciate you guys calling in. 866-348-7884. Keith, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am awesome. I'm excited to hear your story. Well, it's not a big story. It's a little story, but it's one nevertheless. Uh, I, I owned a restaurant for 30 years, and they, we only took cash only. And they, uh, we had this, I was working the cash register a lot, and this lady came in, two ladies would come in, and uh, each time that is uh, the first time these two ladies were there, one lady said, oh, I didn't know they, they didn't take credit cards. I don't have any money. And the other lady said, well, that's fine. I'll get it. So the next week, two ladies came in again. One was coming in again who was there the week before. She said the same thing. She said, oh, I didn't know they didn't take credit cards. I don't have any any cash. The other lady said, that's okay. I'll get it. There's a different lady each time. Well, the third time I saw him coming in, I said, <laughs> this ain't right. So I didn't, I didn't get on the cash register. I got somebody else to do it, and I went to the back. They got their order. Same story. They got their order. They sat down. I walked out in the dining room with <laughs> the towel to wipe the tables off, and I looked at the lady never had cash. I said, well, hello there. It's good to see you again. <laughs> it's the third time you've been here now, isn't it? <laughs> and, boy, her friend looked at her. Like boy, she could kill us because I, I thought, man, you know, this is not right. The, the lady's working; she's got a job, you know, and saying she doesn't have cash. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're sitting there at Ruth Chris at my place, you know, you can't afford it. <laughs> but that lady looked at me like she could have killed. And uh, when they left, I never saw her again. But you know, I said, now, you know, it's all right. I don't care. <laughs> But uh, that was my story. They punched it's you right in the. One. They punched you right in the zadik, and and you're like, man, I got to make this. I mean, it's beautiful. That's exactly right. You saw wrong, and and you tried to write it, and yeah, and, well. and and no doubt. I mean, that's cool, Keith. I love that story. It made my well, day actually. You. God bless you. I appreciate right. you calling in today. Thanks. Y'all have a blessed weekend. You too. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, we have Alex is in Washington. Alex, you're on the Christian Car Guy hey, Show. Robbie, I- yeah, I I have a short story because uh, goes back a ways because uh, I've been doing this ever since I can remember. But helping stranded motorists, uh, it's just been part of my thing. I've been a little more guarded about it now that I'm older and a little more wiser. But uh, not too long ago, it was about October, and went through our newly renovated Bothell downtown and. Uh, Popped a tire on one of the high curbs and wound up with a flat tire very, very close to where I live, but not close enough. And uh, I was, it was a newer car, so I called the Kia Roadside Assistance and uh, put my name in. And, and uh, two hours later, nobody shows up. Mm. And I've got to get to work. And uh, I was kind of getting a little anxious, but 
the Lord kind of heard my prayer, and there was this uh, young man that came along, a uh, worker that had been working on some of the downtown roads down there and streets, and a bit of alcohol on his breath, and he saw that I was struggling trying to change a tire because after my back fusion, I wasn't too strong, and uh, he actually helped me change the tire and uh, got me back to the, at least where I could get the tire fixed. I had ruined the tire, actually. And uh, But anyway, he was kind enough to stop, and I asked him, I said, you know, because I work with veterans, because I'm a disabled veteran myself, but he said, yeah, he was. And he was struggling, and I said, well, have you got a church? And he says, well, no. But uh, I said, you really helped me out today. And he was actually eating an ice cream cone, chocolate one. You know, that's what was kind of odd because it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, here it is, cold out, and I'm trying to change his tire, and he helps me take over and do this because uh, these new jacks were awful. <laughs> yeah, they are. But anyway, that was uh, his kindness, and I said, you know what, this is just blessing me beyond what you know. And I, and I just thanked him, and I said, I uh, appreciate your kindness because, you know, a lot of times when people are struggling, and older people, you know, I, I see it a lot on the freeway and the highways, you know, nobody stops. And, uh, you know, today it's people have to be a little more cautious. But uh, I've always done that in my youth and feel like it's something we should do, especially for the ladies that need it. And uh, But it was kind of him because I'm, I'm now 62. I'm not young anymore. But I sure could. I really appreciated his kindness and helping me. So, uh I just thanked him and encouraged him. I said, because I think he was wanting to come back to the Lord, too. And I just prayed that that would help him, encourage him by doing the right thing. And he obviously did. So. Yeah, and we will all pray. That's, I mean, we can all pray for him, Alex. That's a wonderful story. And, and right. I mean, there he was. The Zadok could be punched, yeah. and he was, he was ready to help <laughs> at just a moment's notice. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you, Alex. We got yes. to go and to a... I, I enjoy your show, by the way. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, my, son is, my son is an auto mechanic. He just got married last year, so... Oh! But uh, your show is a, a real huge blessing to me. Well, thank you so much for calling in today. We'll be right back. Okay. Take care. than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Righteous driving today on the Christian Car Guy Show. When did you see someone, or maybe it was you, they saw wrong and tried to write it? We would love to hear that. 866 348 7884 is the number to call in and share your story. 86634-TRUTH. We have Paula is in North Carolina. Paula, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. This isn't a supernatural story, but it shows just how a small amount of money can help somebody. Yeah. I came out of a store on a Sunday afternoon, and it was in the same parking lot with an auto supply store. A truck was sitting there with the hood up. So I walked over thinking he might need some tools. Um, and there was a young man, um, and I said, what's wrong? He said, I need a part for my truck. And I said, well, how much is the part? He said, it's like $18. I said, oh, well, somebody has to put it in. And he said, well, I know how to put it in. And I said, you have to have the tools. He said, I got the tools. 
And I said, well, what would the tax be? He said, well, for $20, I could get the part, pay the tax, and be able to install it. He said, if I don't have the part, I'm not going to be able to get to work tomorrow, and I'm going to get fired from my job. So I gave him a $20 bill, and he said, I will give me your name and number, and I'll send it back to you. I said, no, just pass it on to somebody. And so for $20, I saved his job, and I felt so good about it. Um, and it was just, you know. It was the right thing. It was the right thing to do. But I'm here's an idea that you may not have thought of, because I really do think it's superhuman power. Because what you did, God will take that now. (laughs) And who knows that maybe there's somebody out there praying, God, if you're real, I need twenty dollars to do something, and this guy passes it on to them, and you'll be in heaven someday, and somebody will go, Hey, you remember that twenty (laughs) dollars? I'm telling you, if you if you if in my opinion, if you do something where God has prompted you to do it, oh my goodness, it's 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 got all kinds of possibilities because he's just going to bless it. Just it's unbelievable. I I love that story, Paul. Well, it made me feel good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it that does. Was wonderful too. It does. I know. I get to do that all with the Jesus labor love all the time. Where it's just you know a small amount of money. Because we, we actually never give out more than $150, rare, rare, rare occasions where we do that. But often that's all it takes to get the people over the hump, to get them back on the road, to get back to work. Because you're, you're so right that there's so, so many people, they got to have their car in order to be able to work. And it, that's right. if they can't get it to pass inspection or whatever the situation may be, I mean, there they are. So, Paula, God bless you. Thank you for and, that uh, story. Well, you know, for the goodwill you spend you uh, send out to everybody. We appreciate it. God bless. I appreciate it, Paula, very much. Thank you. Jerry, we want to, uh, you know, the Zadik and Jerry kind of raised up there for a minute. I saw (laughs) saw what happened when we started talking about roadside assistance because (laughs) it's a great thing we can talk about for a minute because it's a really, really common thing with these roadside assistances. So we have somebody on the inside and, and a Zadik to give you some help because the standard answer from these call centers, or maybe I'll just let you explain the system. Yeah. When you call in and and you've got a roadside assistant, no matter what, what it is, they're all uh, usually 20 minutes is what they're going to tell you. And at that point, they're, they're just, they're just reading basically off a script and getting your information. Well, you could be sitting out there for a couple hours because one thing you, the vehicle owner do not understand what's going on behind the scene because the company they're calling may have, 20 calls in front of your call and you're just sitting there and waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting and and anytime you're broke down and need that in your own mind it's a crisis and sometimes it is but then there's also those that could be sitting at home waiting just get a jump start and what I always tell people most of the time those are unrealistic times we try to get out there for raised body shop and record service as soon as we can give you the best service we can but also we'll always try to get the number of the person we're going to render the service to and try to call them and let them know really what's going on. Because if you're, you know, we've got these calls and other towing companies have them also where they've got somebody stranded on the, on an intersection or been in a car accident or in the ditch in an unsafe place. We have to put those are prioritized and put in front of one with somebody at home that needs a jump start or someone, well, you know what? I'm, 
when you get there, I'm at work, call, and I'll come out in the parking lot because I ran out of gas or I got a flat tire when I went out at lunch, and we'll just try to work those through. But the next thing, one thing you can do as a vehicle owner is say, okay, after you've talked to the service provider and they tell you a realistic ETA, will you call me back and let me know or even go as far as say, can you give me the number of the service providers that be coming out so I can call them and let them know all the particulars, know that I'm in a safe place, it's not a dire emergency, and we can talk that through. Because sometimes if you just let this communication that needs to happen and make things a lot easier on all three parties. So if I'm understanding that, Jerry, that, okay, I call roadside assistance and I have it through Nationwide. And, and by the way, I've waited two hours on a 20-minute, <laughs> right? And everybody has, I believe. And so, I, you know, I could totally relate to that. And I remember now, you know, exactly kind of how that went down. That the first call, oh, yeah, we're going to be out there in 20 minutes. Well, 20 minutes later, we call. There's no, well, you know, we just talked to the people, you know, that's it's with this so-and-so service, and it's going to be a while. And so the next call I get actually is from the service provider, and they tell me that they're going to be, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. So had I asked originally when I talked to the person that says 20 minutes, would you mind telling me which record service you are going to contact so that I can talk to them personally and get a more realistic time? And, and, and you know, a lot of times whenever you're thinking 20 minutes where you you know, you're in a parking lot at the mall or you're thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm going to stay out here with the vehicle when you can either go inside or, you know, because you know the realistic time. When you sit there, man, time just eats at you. When you're just sitting there waiting and waiting, that 20 minutes comes by and passes and it seems like you've been there for four hours already. And then it just gets really, you get aggravated and you get get, get sort of on I, edge. I can remember one time my daughter locked her my granddaughter in the car and i was not where i could get to her <clears throat> and i was like well you need to break the window of the car you know and, but fortunately and and she called triple a when she got triple a on the phone she said i need you to know that my daughter is locked in this car it's 90 degrees outside somebody's got to be here in like 10 minutes or you know we're gonna have to break the window out of this car or whatever that time, AAA called her, you know, back, you know, and said, "Okay, we've got this record service. They're on the phone with you right now." You know, interestingly, if they get an idea of what is real emergency, the system works. Yeah, and that's it. It's just communication. It's it's all about communication. If you don't have it, then you, there's gonna be people disappointed and aggravated. It's just try to get communication and also an understanding where you know you if yours isn't a crisis know that it has to be treated that it isn't a it isn't a, a dire emergency because you're at home and you woke up this morning and your tire is flat and you really don't have to be at work or anything you just want to be able to get out today in your car you know just realize there's probably somebody out there who does have the car locked up with a child in or an animal in it or they're broke down in an intersection or they're they're in the ditch on the side of the road and it's not a safe place that those are going to probably need to filter ahead of yours but it's all about communication because any of these, any company out there, most of them are going to want to do the right thing and give you the very best service. It's, it's tough. I mean, all of a sudden, whenever I may talk to, to someone, our dispatcher, and we're saying we're going to be right there, and then all of a sudden you get a just a flow of calls coming in that are real emergencies, police calls and stuff that you have to sort of just prioritize them and just get to them as soon as you can. 
So there you go. The Zadik and Jerry comes out. This is how <laughs> it's supposed to be done. This is what's right. <clears throat> so if you get a chance, check that out at ChristianCarGuy.com. I think the more you think about this Zadik and being connected to the tree, the more blessed you will be. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And we are so grateful for the calls today on the Christian Car Guy Show. <clears throat> uh, I think 